0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Particular Baptist Podcast. I'm Daniel, here with Sean Cheatham, my co-host. And today we're going to do something uh, quite different. Um, Instead of doing more of an exposition of a text or talking about a theological topic in particular, we're going to be doing a reaction video to um, some really bad religious TikToks. Um, So my wife, who I'll give credit to for picking these out, was uh scoured the ends of TikTok to find some uh some TikToks for us to respond to so we're going to try to go through some of these and uh we'll get um kind of our raw reactions not Sean and I have not watched these so we're going to be responding to these on the fly and uh we'll see how well we uh we uh, respond to these so bear with us if we fumble around but we're going to we're going to do our best to respond to these um and we'll have some fun today so with that, we will go ahead and start with the first one.
1: The devil knows more about your destiny than you do. There must be something on your life. Can I preach this Great, like God 14. gave it to me? God said some of you are breaking generational curses, and you don't even know it. And that's why it's been
2: so hard. It that's why it's been so strong. And... <laughs>
0: Oh, uh, Stephen Furtick! You know this is this is the brilliance of the SBC, right? We we'll let people like him in.
3: Oh, uh, uh, so you're breaking generational curses, and you don't even know it. Like,
0: yeah, what does I, that even mean? I, 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 I don't it's one know. thing if you want to say, well, you know, there's some kind of covenant that you might behold, but even then, render the new covenant, so that doesn't really matter. Well, there- so if you're t- trying to use some kind of parallel. Ah uh, like with the people of Israel that somehow they're you know being kicked out of the land or something because of what you're doing that's that doesn't apply anymore
3: well so i I do know that um in charismatic circles and like Pentecostal circles, they have some sort of theology of of generational curses uh I am not well versed enough to even begin to comment on that unfortunately uh at least in, in terms of what they believe and all that uh but it would and I don't necessarily believe in generational curses aside for the fact of, you know, covenantal ones, which we know about in the Bible. Those are just applied willy-nilly to, to everybody. Um, but I, I, it would, like, I don't, like, even accepting the concept of a generational curse for a second, it would seem very odd to me that you're breaking generational curses, plural, plural, generational curses, plural, uh, and you don't even know it. That, that right. Seems, oh yeah. That's... You
0: don't even know which ones, but Hey, you're, you're yeah. under a curse somehow. Yeah. And, yeah. You could, when you're talking about generational curses, I guess, um, there might be some applicability you see, like in the 10 commandments, um, God says he'll visit the sins of the, you know, fathers of the children of the third and fourth generation of those who hate me. Um, you, I guess you could qualify that as a generational curse, but without understanding what he's talking about, um, Specifically here, it would be hard to say, but it's strange language to use, especially coming from someone who's, um, as far as I know, is not charismatic. I don't think Stephen Furtig would claim to be. I mean, he's Southern Baptist. That would be a, a very odd fit. But
3: Yeah, I feel like he, he at least leans that way. But to be honest, like, I, I don't really. Yeah, who knows? Enough, so yeah. I, I couldn't. Possibly the Baptist
0: faith and message is a very loose uh, mm-hmm. confession of faith. So who knows what he really believes? about stuff like that
1: that's why it's been so dark because you're so strong and you're so positioned and you're
0: his preaching style is super annoying it's like over the top melodramatic um preaching style
3: Uh, yeah and also (laughs) yeah no uh seriously it's almost like he's yelling at you but (laughs) he's he's yelling compliments at you um like, the reason why the enemy is attacking you is because you're so strong. No, wrong, absolutely not. The reason, the, if the enemy is attacking you, it's because he, you're a Christian and wants to wants to destroy you. And you are not strong. You are strong right. only in, the, in that you rely on the Lord. You're not yep. inherently strong in of yourself. Uh, to think that, like, oh, yeah, I'm under attack because I'm stronger than your average Christian. Well, actually, that's pride. And um, that's... <laughs> That's you know sinful. The devil, and then you're falling into the devil's trap. Energy. Yeah, exactly, right. exactly. <laughs> um, so no, I, I I definitely disagree with that.
4: So important to his purpose. Hit you
3: pause. You're so important. Sean <laughs> can't
0: handle it already. Yeah, right yeah. Right.
3: Like this, this is, we're we're gonna get through like one of these. Um, <laughs> you're so important to his purpose, like. You're saying that indiscriminately to a crowd of people that you don't know. I mean, in some sense, all Christians are important. Um, I'm not, I'm not trying to, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But like saying that indiscriminately to a crowd you, you are so important for God's purpose. You're going to do great things. How do you know that? And honestly, the great things of God are not the great things in the eyes of the world. Um, Yeah. God usually
0: picks the weak ones and the people who are of, of. Uh, less reputation in the eyes of the world to accomplish his great purposes yeah yeah that's one reason why uh, you know that type of this type of talk and and guys in the prosperity movement it just flies in the face of that because it makes you seem like that your your self-worth or the worth that you uh have in god somehow is going to catapult you into doing great things as if you're uh as if you're being held to a worldly standard of worth um and yeah. that's not at all what yeah. the scriptures are talking generally speaking god picks the weak of the world to accomplish his purposes i mean did so with the apostles i mean peter was a fisherman some of the lowest of the low tax collectors you know people who were not um even and even though tax collectors made money they were they still had bad reputations even in the pagan world because they ripped people off Um, So but God used those people to bring about his purposes. So this this is really this type of language, I think, serves really just to puff up rather than admonish or encourage in a meaningful way.
3: Yeah, we want to be encouraging humility. We don't want to be puffing people up uh, beyond what they should be. And we shouldn't be looking for great and grand things necessarily. Um, Obviously, there have been uh, people within church history. Uh, yeah, I saw that from Desiree. Well, Sean, <laughs> this just is wait. just the beginning. This is only yeah. the beginning. Um, there, there have been people that have done great things, uh, so to speak. Um, yeah. But the average Christian doesn't need to do that. We're called to serve God where we are. And yep. where we are, is that's sufficient for us. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll serve. Um, we don't need to covet anything greater. Um, that's not to say that all, like, pushing yourself to do better or bigger things for the Lord um, might be wrong. I'm not trying to say that, but uh, just the, the whole mentality, you know?
0: Yep. And, you know, these people are eating it up, you know, they're raising their hands and they're clapping and they, they, they're eating it up because it feeds to their sinful pride. That's really
2: all it is. You must be important. The devil wouldn't tie you up. If he wasn't afraid of what would happen if you got loose.
0: Ooh, ooh, cheap catch line, Sean.
3: <laughs> yeah, um... scared of you.
0: No, <laughs> he's scared of us because we're in Christ and we have His righteousness, and He cannot do anything to us.
3: Uh-huh.
0: Um, that's he's... that's why he's scared of us. Like in Zechariah, he accuses Zechariah, right? Zechariah is clothed in the new, uh, in those those clothes that represent the righteousness of Christ. And the devil can accuse, but those accusations are just mere words. They mean nothing. Mm-hmm. That's why we, um, mm-hmm. we have the devil running for his life. He's of what Christ did.
3: Yeah. He's scared of the God we serve. If we call yes. upon that Amen. God, then yes, I'm, I'm sure that he is quite afraid. But yep. in terms of ourselves and of ourselves, no, I don't. Nope. nope. He, uh, he is far more intelligent than we are and uh, far more clever
0: very man-centered message there yeah all right i think this might be joel steen so get ready
2: god doesn't change his mind he didn't cancel your destiny because you got off course people may have disqualified you but people don't determine your destiny god does and he never disqualifies you you have to tune out all the negative words that were spoken over <laughs> you is something it, the negative words,
0: Sean. Oh boy, uh, the power of language! Uh, oh, like
2: there, there's there's
3: actually,
0: there were, there's so true. Like, there was, I didn't change his mind. Wow, I never yeah. thought I would ever hear Joel Olstein, Olstein say something like that. Ever, I mean, we had people who are more orthodox who can't even say that. Um, but he, he's applying it in a very uh wrong way. He's, he's using this to talk about the this positive mindset language.
3: Exactly. And,
0: Oh God's destiny for you is certain and
3: it's going to be great.
0: You know, <laughs> even but, though probably most of the people in his audience know nothing of Christ or, or the gospel. Uh, yeah.
3: Yeah. The, the, the negative words. The I could, words. if you wanted to say, Hey, you've been called to something by God. Don't let um people distract you or don't, uh, don't let man's word tell you what you need to do. Let God's word tell you ne- what you need to do. But to say, Oh, negative words, like, and I, I suspect uh, where we're going to end up going is um, like in, in terms of financial success or something, it's not going to be God's purposes for your life. Isn't there a verse that mentions being disqualified? Um, so there's uh, disqualification in terms of elders um
0: yeah
3: although i don't know well, what ta- if you
0: don't meet those qualifications sure yeah and they i mean we would say clearly Stevens furtick and joel olstein don't meet those qualifications um certainly if you're teaching garbage like this yeah you're not qualified at all to be an, a leader in christ church
3: oh so garbage. i think desiree is referring to colossians 2:18 here mm. um and it's not in every single translation. So let me, so for example, the NIV uses the word disqualify. Do not let anyone who delights in false humility and the worship of angels disqualify you. Um, such a person also goes into great detail about what they've seen. They're puffed up with idle notions by their unspiritual mind. Honestly, that would uh, more fit Mr. Osteen there, um, <laughs> that uh, he would disqualify us by, if we were to listen to him, Uh, by pushing us into a
2: a wrong direction
0: right yep
2: in your growth is something keeping you from standing up tall guilt shame fear doubt you have to come out from under that shade by
0: come out from under the shade sean but how in the world do
2: you do that wow
0: i wonder
3: oh (laughs) oh you could have i mean I wouldn't have put it that way, but you could have led into a great gospel presentation after that. Yeah, you know, like it's not a command. You got to come out from under that. How do you come out from under that? How do right. you come out from under guilt? Because of Christ. Because in Christ, our guilt is taken away. It's been dealt with. Yes. So it, that it's would it's like
0: have... a it's like a therapy session. You know. Yeah. Oh, you know, you got to stop speaking negatively about yourself. Get rid of the self guilt and self loathing. You know, just. Pick yourself up by your bootstraps and, and move on with a positive mindset. Yeah, yeah. there's no gospel here.
5: Nope. Uh, okay. That's what
3: I said. First Corinthians 9.27 was what she was referencing. Um, oh, okay. okay. Let me take a look real quick. Um, oh, okay. Okay. This is how the, the ESV renders it. But I discipline my body and keep it under control lest after preaching to others, I myself should be disqualified.
0: Guarantee. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. Definitely no real discipline here with these guys. All right. Next one.
1: God told me to tell you the next thing he's going to do for you is going to go public. He's about to do something so big for you that the people who don't know you are going to hear about it.
4: Pause. (laughs) Oh,
0: man.
3: Like, (laughs) I feel like um, I might have picked this up from uh, Chris Roseboro. So I'm, I'm stealing it from him this this idea but it's really true when when these these tiktoks or when these videos they're just telling everybody god's going to do x for you so you're saying that everybody listening to this everybody who's professing to be a christian listening to this god is doing going to do the exact same thing you're all going to go public that's just that's just not true i'm sorry right (laughs) like um hey when is when is god ever like behave like that in the scriptures okay all christians are now now gonna like be arisen to this this high level or whatever it's just it's it's like it's fortune telling it's at the level of you know um like uh horoscopes and stuff like okay everybody like with this sign this is gonna happen to them like no no you why <laughs> what you're, <laughs> right, you're, you're turning God into well, these people are fortune tellers. Essentially, just speaking yeah. in the name of God.
0: It's really, yeah, it's really dishonest. Yeah, because I mean, we can see clearly from the scriptures that generally speaking, Christians are not going to have that kind yeah. of life. Um, yeah, and even in a, you know in the U.S., we live in the Western world, we live pretty comfortably, uh, even as true Christians, and that's just God's blessing. But that's not the that's not the norm throughout no, history. No, it is not the norm um so to to fill people with this false notion of um really worldly security is to deceive them and god might bless people with worldly even true christians with worldly security um that is biblical and good but not in a uh that's not going to be across the board necessarily and it's just wrong to tell people that um yeah. it just feeds into the worldly mindset you're loving you're storing up what moth and rust destroy, mm-hmm. and you're focusing on that instead of keeping our mind on eternal mm-hmm. things. Um, it's deceiving. It makes me mad because it's yeah you're you're deceiving people in and leading them in a way that will inevitably send them to hell if they continue down this road without believing the gospel. Um, so it, and these people know better who are doing this too. They're deceiving people. They're, they're false teachers who know what they're doing and are doing it for their
1: own wicked gain. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Something so big for you that the people who don't like you are going to hear about it. He's about to do something so big for you that there is somebody right now looking for somebody who can do what you now do. And right now,
0: what, what, what is it that I do that someone else wants? (laughs) What in the world are you talking about, you moron? <laughs> like,
1: uh, no, oh Nobody's my. knocking on your door right now. Nobody is knocking the door down. Nobody is calling.
0: Oh, okay. So people are going to come through my door and just, they're, oh, they're going to be coming for what I want. That sounds like you're fostering covetousness, but okay.
3: Nobody's okay. calling you, but God is about to get involved in your idea. In your, oh. In your idea. Not his idea we're not we're not following him. he sees you. It's like that's a great idea i'm <laughs> gonna I'm gonna go with that right what
0: you right. Nothing here about God's purpose or his will or even his word is guiding you and that's <laughs> just
3: yeah we have we have so many general commands given to us, and I,
1: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you but god's about to get involved in your idea god's about to get involved in your business he's about to get involved in your next move and he- my my business it, yeah this
0: makes god like an outsider right it's like oh i'm doing my thing then god just like you know you know i'm just gonna come down and influence what this person's doing or i'm gonna come along and give him a little nudge it, it's it it, ma- it paints God as this bystander who's just kind of waiting for you to mm-hmm. uh, pounce upon uh, your next big opportunity. For also, whatever reason, that's a that's a mystery. But you know, it's uh, it, it makes God an outsider, really reacting to his creation the way he's putting this.
3: God might get involved in your business by destroying it. Right. <laughs> you know, and that might be the best possible thing for you. And you know what? You know?
0: He's already involved in your business because he's the, yeah. the upholder of all things.
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's not just
0: waiting but around for something to happen.
3: If 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 we go down a path that we think is right and it ends up not working out, like we know all things uh are are all things work for good for those that are love that yep. love God and are called to according to his purpose. Um so it 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 might be the best thing in the world that my business fails or whatever whatever worldly success yep. i'm um on because my plans aren't god's plans yep. um, it's it's not it's not my idea and god's you know like oh that's a good idea no 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 god is the one that set all these things up and i might take raw, wrong turns and um god still leads me to the on the path that he wants me to go so uh no this is this is a, it's, it's way too generic to say this is applying to everybody. And B, it's it's way too, like, it, it's, it's all about your success, your success, your success. Yep. Your earthly success.
0: Yep, that's exactly right.
1: He's going to do it so big that your phone is not going to stop ringing. He's going to do it so big that checks are going to come in the mail.
0: Checks all are right. going to come in the all mail. Right.
3: All right, so I would I would like everybody everybody listening to this to check off is my is my phone in the next six months is my <laughs> phone ringing off the hook if it's not guys it's charlatan. you need to stop listening to him
0: yes I wonder if this is Creflo Dollar it almost sounds like him
1: oh I I I couldn't tell you what he sounds <laughs> like he's gonna do it so big they're gonna talk about you in other countries why because the next <laughs>
3: thing are you are you sure? they're <laughs> talk about you
1: everybody
3: listening to this everybody listening to this i don't know if this was preached like as a sermon in his church or whatever but everybody in that church or wherever listening to this every single one is going to be talked about in other countries really (laughs) really okay yeah no
0: (laughs) oh I guess what he when he's saying go public, is he talking about like a, a company going public or you're just gonna be well known? That's not I
3: yeah, I think it's just just well known.
1: Yeah. That's for you is gonna make you go public.
0: Oh the checks are gonna come in the mail. All right.
3: Well, I'm good. I'll just I'll just quit my job now. Yeah, I know a I got. bunch of uh, checks. All I gotta do is believe uh whoever it was who was saying that and probably mm-hmm. send up some money. Probably send up some money.
0: You're right. <laughs>
1: what makes you comfortable what is being at somebody's house is, it in it? What? What?
0: is this get okay so this guy has some kind of stage he's sitting on a couch eating cookies and i think popcorn I and thought, he's that, preaching was it was that it cake
3: great. it's also a pink couch it's a pink very couch weird. yeah he's got yeah. the
0: whole uh purple suit pink couch vibe going on and pink popcorn i guess is what that is
1: And then you go find somebody else and give them your. And then you find somebody else in their vulnerable moment and you take their.
3: Hit pause.
1: What in the world?
3: I'm sure he's building up to some sort of point. But for those listening and not able to see the video, he keeps taking cookies out of this container and taking one bite out of them. And then going for the next cookie and taking one bite out of it. And he's just keeping all the half-bitten cookies. This is very yes. weird. <laughs> it's a
0: very weird illustration if that's what he's intending on. Oh.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I also don't think he's Jesus.
5: following. Jesus. Yes. You
0: can me. And he's eating very bad manners. He's eating with his mouth full. Talking about his mouth full
1: and the truth of the matter is you're now in a pattern you don't even want them you bite
4: it and spit it out dude What you're just used to like having case, actually.
1: pieces of people I don't know what any of this is <laughs> I'm just using a bunch of analogies.
3: <laughs> analogies to what? A bunch what?
0: of analogies. Your whole act is I guess an analogy. <laughs> and I guess this is supposed to be a preacher. He looks familiar but I don't I don't know who this is, but I mean it wouldn't surprise me if there wasn't any it, it doesn't surprise me if this is a preacher that there isn't any real christian context to it uh given the state of the church today but uh this is definitely one of the most
3: bizarre uh illustrations i've seen in a sermon <laughs> yeah and also uh, play it to the end and then I'll have a comment.
1: what have you been catering to what have you been dibbling and dabbling in oh wow
3: so i i don't understand the getting the pieces of people thing and that's like, I understand that TikTok, you're limited by time, but if you're going to drop a clip and people are left confused, like, what is this person saying? Like, then you shouldn't have put that clip right. up. No, right. <laughs> um, there's other reasons he shouldn't have put that clip up, but that's at least one of
0: them. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it looks like that last clip was Creflo Dollar. Looking at uh, Christy's comment here. Yeah. She said it is Creflo. Okay. That makes sense. He has a very unfortunate last name, but
3: okay. is that his real last name? Creflo
0: Dollar, yeah. It, but his last name is Dollar, D O L L A R. I believe. So,
3: so I know that, but like, was that his like his original? Yeah, it is. Wow.
0: Oh, you okay. think it might be a stage name?
3: I, I, it wouldn't shock me, but no, he is apparently Creflo yep, Augustus Dollar. Dollar Jr. Yep. All right.
0: Um. Yeah. Yep. Very unfortunate last name, but very fitting, I guess, for his. No, uh, very,
3: very, very fitting. Very on uh, the nose. There's the
0: screen here. So there we go. All right. We press on into these awful TikToks.
6: Does the Bible talk about artificial intelligence as well as the modern-day technology that we have? Son. Yes, it absolutely does in the book of Daniel in chapter what? 2. The Bible talks about Daniel interpreting a dream for the king of Babylon, whose name was Nebuchadnezzar.
4: Oh,
0: man. Like, how do you jump from dream interpretation via a supernatural act of God to artificial intelligence? <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, so this is, this was, I was not expecting us to go in this direction <laughs> after that. Um, oh my. Oh. oh, So I know to be serious for a second, I, I know that we're often accused of having interpretations um, that couldn't be understood uh, by the people when it was originally written. And we could go into a theology of that, but um, at the very least, there's no way anyone before the modern era would have been able to understand artificial intelligence in the interpretation of these. And therefore it's an incorrect interpretation. Right. <laughs> you know, so you're, you're saying that when Daniel explains the, and I haven't listened to his argument yet, but when Daniel ex- interprets the vision, uh, what he means is artificial intelligence, even though they would not have had any concept of that. No, I no, that's the, the Bible is written to Christians throughout the church age. And if any interpretation is impossible for one element of that church age, for one one portion of the church during that church age, it is an invalid interpretation, period.
0: Yeah, not to mention, I think this is clearly trying to usurp any kind of supernatural. It's presenting a naturalistic understanding of Daniel's dream. But I guess we'll see as we go along here.
6: Nebuchadnezzar saw a statue and it talked about four kingdoms that would come upon the earth and the last kingdom is the kingdom that will reign before Jesus comes again and destroys it setting up his kingdom forever on the earth in this dream interpretation
0: that didn't prove anything but okay um Well, I I, I, know that that conclusion backs up any idea of artificial intelligence.
3: uh, Yeah, I also I I disagree. I think the last uh, the last kingdom is the Roman Empire, the one that's already been um, before uh, his when his kingdom enters into this world, because we believe that his kingdom is already here. Correct. Um, uh, Not in its fullness. Um, It's now and not yet. Jesus was very clear. The kingdom of
0: God is at hand. Jesus was the one who ushered that in. Yeah. Um, Yeah.
3: All authority in heaven and earth has been given to me, therefore go. Like, right. all, all of that. Um, so I already don't agree with his 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 timeline here, but...
6: It's it's the final okay. kingdom is described as one... Okay, so just for those who are
0: listening, um, the uh, the header on the screen is "Technologies in the Bible written
3: 3,000 years ago.
6: Being made of iron and of clay... Hit and pause. It about...
3: That's also Daniel... Daniel is the Babylonian. Daniel's writing during the Babylonian captivity, and I believe the Babylonian ca- captivity is 500 years. So, I mean, I guess he's ro- rounding up, but 3,000 years is not correct. It's, yeah. To, to, to nitpick a little bit, it's not 3,000. <laughs> yeah. 2,500 years ago would be a little bit better. Yeah, or which is still record. off by a lot, but okay.
6: Men mingling themselves with the seed of men. So you see, the seed of men, which is our genetic code, will be tampered with and modified. It oh
3: my word! You know, all the times in the Bible, <laughs> seed is used. Like you're trying to tell me that every single time seed is used, it's referring to somebody's genetic code. Like that's 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 not correct. And and again, I'd, I'd like to point out, like. <sighs> Who well, what about with Abraham, understand?
0: right? So there is yeah. a physical seed that yeah. is given for Abraham, but Paul yeah. interprets it to include seeds plural, more than just the physical seed, but also the yeah. uh, the spiritual seed, which those who are children are children of Abraham by faith. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. if you're if that's a very broad hermeneutical brush. To you're, to you're saying
3: through. that when God spoke to Abraham, he would have misunderstood there what he was saying in regards to seed, because he really meant. <laughs> genetic code
0: that would be modified Um, down the road yeah I,
3: i have i have no issue saying for the old testament that they didn't fully understand what was being revealed to them right um the scripture says you know it wasn't written for their benefit but for ours ours meaning christians correct um so i don't i don't have an issue in that regard um but like just like the basic communication like the phraseology like well, I would have expected them to be able to understand it you're you're really saying that when the when Moses writes genesis or whenever the authors are writing they they're writing and using the word seed but they they really don't understand that because now we have modern science and we know that seed really means genetic code Correct. No. <laughs> nope
0: oh boy so this seems to be kind of more like an eschatology
3: um, yeah.
0: video and who knows what this guy's eschatology is. It, it ain't uh, it ain't great if this is what. Well,
3: I mean, the whole the whole his interpretation with uh, it being the um, uh, the uh, last part of the statue being the empire um, that's right before Jesus returns is normally associated with premillennialism. So, yeah, um, I know he's premill,
6: but aside for that. For the return of Jesus. And Jesus says in Matthew 24, when he returns, it'll be like the days of Noah. And that's exactly what happened in the days of Noah and why God caused the flood. It's because mankind's genetics were corrupted by the...
0: Uh, No, 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 no. It was their sin. That's why he destroyed the earth. I I don't even know how to respond to that. That's just so blatantly wrong. The wickedness of man was great in the earth and the Lord was sorry that he made the man. Oh, and then, by the way, we're going to wipe them out. Yeah, that has nothing to do with their genetics. That has everything to do with their sinful nature. So
3: I I guarantee you he's he's picked up on a uh, uh, he's interpreting Genesis six in regards to uh, the Nephilim being fallen or sorry, the Nephilim aren't the fallen angels, the sons of um, the sons of uh, sons of God, fallen angels intermarrying with the women producing nephilim which are human angel hybrids right so i i guarantee you that's where he's getting probably
0: where he's going yeah yeah it's still bad
3: (laughs) the the text um the text um doesn't we don't know much
0: about the neph uh, the nephilim um i think they're really just mentioned in passing in the scriptures but in terms of his argument about this is why they were being destroyed that's just that's false on every level i mean it the the text clearly says it's because of man's sinfulness.
3: Yeah, and and God saw that the this is from Genesis 6 verse 5 and God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every imagination of the thoughts yep. of his heart was only evil continually. Yes. That's why they were destroyed. Yes. Um even if you if you I'm not even going to get into the the Nephilim interpretation or not, but um That's the reason, the stated reason given for why they were destroyed. And that's all we need to know.
0: (laughs) Yep. (laughs) It's a spiritual issue, not a physical one. Oh, my goodness. So basically, God was wiping out the the earth to start the world over again with a more pure genetic uh, line
6: fallen angels and this technology that we have today is fallen angel technology that is being used to tamper man's genetic code the very image of god within every single human being just like what happened in the days of noah and that's why jesus says that he has to return otherwise no flesh would be saved and what that means is man's flesh is being corrupted and when they are modified so there's a current magic potion injection right now. They are no.
0: <laughs> Wait, is this the? Is this an anti-vax video? Oh, Sean's like his. <laughs> oh my!
3: Too much. Okay.
0: It, it's. Yeah. I don't even know how to respond to that. It's so stupid.
6: Oh. No longer redeemable or able to be filled with God's Holy Spirit because when are no longer. <laughs>
3: I mean, in a sense, if they weren't human, sure, because we know Jesus died for humanity. So, um, right. nobody, he, it's not for angels that he, he came, but... Correct, um, for, he came for man. Yeah, yeah so, uh, I mean... But it,
0: to, to argue like there's some sort of um, genetic blocker to the spirit coming, you know, indwelling us, and, and these things had to happen, that's ridiculous.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Man, That's it, it's also, like the, this guy's yeah,
0: trying to be supernatural but undermining the supernatural. No flesh
3: would be no flesh would be saved. <laughs> right, it says no flesh would be saved. Like so he is, I guess he's interpreting it no flesh would be saved from corruption um from genetic corruption but like just read the passage it's it's obvious no flesh would be saved from the coming destruction that he's been talking.
1: Oh, right. About.
0: Jesus's message is salvation unto yeah. eternal life, where, as where, opposed to eternal death.
3: <laughs> where in context of Matthew twenty four do we have any any seeing of uh, genetic manipulation or or just like intermarrying between um in between races? And by races, I mean angels and
0: yeah,
3: it's, um, yeah.
0: It's talking about the coming judgment. And then Jesus' description of you know his knowledge of the day and the hour that he's coming clearly demonstrates that.
6: But uh, man. God's image. You see, in every person's genetic code, Yahweh or Yahuwah is written. However,
0: what, uh, oh, oh. No, you,
3: you're gonna you're gonna have to prove that one to me, man. That's <laughs> not that's not something you could just assert and walk away
6: from. It. <laughs> right. When oh. that person is injected, a new name is now written, which is the name or the number of the beast oh, in the book of Revelation, me. chapter 13. <clears throat> so you see, artificial intelligence, technology, and the like are all talked about in the Bible 3,000 years ago. In pause, in in pause. <laughs> where
3: was artificial intelligence brought up? He asserted it, but where, where did Yeah, he,
6: he
0: asserted, asserted it, but he didn't prove it.
3: Well, I, that, none of none of it was proved, but like
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But it didn't even provide a good example as to why. Like it it was something about the interpretation of Nebuchadnezzar's dream and that pro- that was supporting artificial intelligence somehow. Never mind. It, n- no supernatural revelation from God to Daniel or anything like that.
3: Desiree pointed out a, a good thing. I think he's saying if you got a vaccine, you're going to hell. Which because I mean he's saying if you got a vaccine you took the Yeah, number, you have the mark of the beast.
0: beast um yeah which means you are of the devil
3: (laughs) yeah that interpretation yeah and and, okay
0: (laughs) yeah the genetic code thing that's that's that's
3: wild Uh, it's now no longer a a moral issue Uh, regardless of what you think of the morality of, of a covid vaccine you know um i think uh I don't know. It's now it's now a genetic thing, you know, as opposed right. to a, a a moral issue. We all
0: have Yahweh written on our genetic code.
3: Yeah, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to prove that one to me. Wow.
6: <laughs> this eight years ago is what led me to salvation to find Christ. I okay. saw everything.
0: That's your gospel.
3: Really
6: happening in the world and that made me start questioning and the bible says when you seek after god with your whole heart you will find him for those of you out there who don't know jesus christ seek him now with your whole heart and i promise you it happened to me he came into my life completely transformed me and the bible says that you must be born again to enter the kingdom of god and that happened to me the old william is dead He doesn't exist anymore. I am a new creature in Christ Jesus. I have joy, I have fulfillment, and I have contentment, knowing that I have a restored relationship with my creator. And that's exactly what God wants for you, to have a restored relationship with you. So repent, turn from your sins, put your faith, hope, and trust in Jesus, die to self daily, and follow his way, the way home, the way of truth. God bless.
0: So that's not terrible.
3: Yeah, no, I'm, not, I, I'm not
0: horrible eschat- um, eschatological conclusions, yeah. though.
3: Yeah, yeah. I'm wow. not gonna I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm I'm happy he included a gospel presentation at the end. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm happy because there that... is some
0: redemption in that mess. Yeah. But
3: that's uh, th- that's the <laughs> message that needs to go out. You
5: know. Right.
0: Nothing about genetics or anything. Ugh. No. Oh boy, here we go.
5: What a fantastic question. Hopefully this video reaches more woke.
0: Okay, so the question on the screen is, what do you mean, woke Christian? And okay. she's answering that.
5: Christian, so we can connect with each other. Anyway, woke Christian, what do I mean by that? I mean, Christians who are awake. Specifically, those of us who can think critically. Think critically and spot symbolism.
3: Hip pause. So, um... <laughs> leaving aside the the woke stuff for a second just the presentation like with the the weird zoom in like choppy zoom in at an angle the weird music going on um i i don't know like
0: welcome to tiktok
3: yeah we'll, we'll see. like it almost strikes me as a parody but we'll see
5: a whole lot of witchcraft in hollywood and the music industry and entertainment and You know, those of us who realize how the enemy is really uh, running this world through the Illuminati, through Freemasonry, through that witchcraft I just mentioned.
0: That's not exactly... When you think woke, her answer is not what would... Yeah, no, that's...
3: Yeah. But, okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah.
0: Well,
5: those of you Christians who can spot all the symbolism, I trust y'all those of us who know the real purpose of cern i just had to bring up cern because you know july fifth. i wonder
3: if this is a parody i have it could be a parody yeah
0: maybe she's making fun of what of wokeness and christianity yeah
3: Uh,
5: yeah christians who have more of a conspiracy mindset and realize that a lot of conspiracy theories are based in truth you know those of us who know that uh, biblical prophecy is being fulfilled I know a lot of people get really annoyed when we keep saying like Jesus is coming back soon but there's a lot of prophecy that is being fulfilled before our eyes that has never been fulfilled before
3: you're wrong (laughs) that's all I'm gonna say to that
5: like the Euphrates River for example is drying up
0: what oh boy. Okay. The Euphrates River's drying up, Sean. Jesus is coming soon. Better sell all you have and, and go live in a cave somewhere. Oh.
5: And uh, that's in revelation. Stuff like that, plus the New World Order. Biden mentioned it in his speech. I actually have a video about uh Elon. Oh,
3: Am frozen right.
5: or oh, okay? Y'all open your eyes. Open your eyes. Be a woke Christian. But also don't be too woke. Trust in Jesus. He's got it covered. A lot of the stuff has to happen because, like, you know, prophecy.
0: Oh. Yeah. Uh, it, I, it's hard to tell if it's a parody or not, yeah. but it's bad. E- it's bad either way.
3: Like if it's a because par- the point of satire is to drive home a point um and i i don't i guess unless you're making fun of like conspiracy minded christians um but i didn't i didn't really uh i didn't see the point there
0: yeah it's still bad theology whatever's in there
1: either way it's all right here we go Bible verses for Christian athletes to read before game. Oh, part no. two. Okay, so the first verse is from Philippians 1 6 and it says this and I am certain that God who began the good work in oh,
5: the world until it is word. final. Oh.
1: <laughs> this has nothing oh. to do with
3: sports. Nothing. What is the good work in context? What is oh, yeah. the Paul good work in context?
0: In he 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 had the Super Bowl in mind. Absolutely. Oh, oh my oh. goodness. No, this is about salvation—the work that has been done in you through repentance, faith, through the Holy Spirit's work—that's going to be completed when Christ comes again, or or when you die. Um, however, that is completed uh, based on on God's uh, purpose and plan. That what has a nothing to do with sports.
1: What a lowering. What
3: a... Oh, oh, that's returns. blasphemy. I like this verse because it
1: reminds me that no matter what, God's not going to leave me. He's not going to bring me to this situation, bring me to this opportunity just to abandon me here. He's going to be with me every step away, even in the hearing. So the next verse comes from Psalms one twenty one two, and it says this. My help comes from the Lord who made the heavens and the earth. And this is just a reminder before the game. Where your help?
0: I mean, sure, but because everything even if you're playing a christian playing sports it's still a good it could be something good that you're doing that's in conformity to god's law he's going to help you do it you do it to the best of your ability to glorify god sure but i think you're kind of you're really stretching its application if you're trying to apply it specifically to sports
3: well yeah going back to the the other one you know like oh well god's not going to abandon me here (laughs) because of his, his character like what does that mean exactly because god will let you lose the game you know <laughs> right. if there if there's if there's christians on both teams somebody's losing you know um like that's like what what do, what do you mean by god's not going to abandon me um you, there, there are going to be days that you you play poorly and that's the, the there's right. nothing wrong with that because God has never promised that you'll he will make sure that you win every game. You know, right? <laughs> so, oh, uh. <sighs> oh, Are you playing it, Dan? I can't hear it.
0: Oh, I did. Yeah.
3: Okay. For whatever reason, I couldn't hear it there. Doesn't look like you have the uh, the extra screen up.
0: There we go. Sorry. There we go. Yeah, no problem. I'll start this one over.
4: Do y'all realize that there's a lot of hidden meanings inside the Bible and that those meanings are trying to tell you how powerful you are? Everything <sighs> is, is already inside of you. <laughs> the Bible clearly told you the kingdom of God is from within. You all can't see it from looking up in the sky. That's where y'all are looking. Y'all looking up in the sky. Y'all looking over there and over there. What's really in here? Y'all. In the Garden of Eden, there was a river that parted into four heads. Well, your brain also. Parted- oh my! Oh. 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 I'd,
3: also, I'd also like to <laughs> point out. I see five there, but anyway,
4: parts um. the four heads, and there's also water flowing through all four sections.
0: Oh my! Oh, you're comparing a river's four splits to the liquid flowing through your mm-hmm. brain
3: so are you saying that our heads are eden is that what is that what you're saying yeah like like yeah, even i'm, gonna, even I'm if, just
0: gonna take anything that looks remotely like me in the bible yeah. and just apply it to to myself you know whatever that is it, it doesn't matter how obscure it is or how obscure is, the connection would be what is from that yeah. to me i'm just gonna apply it.
3: yeah like hey that's a that's a that's a very tenuous um um tenuous thing but b like even what's even the point what does it matter you know right there's a okay even if there is a connection like what does it mean
4: Oof. the four-headed river is right here and the garden of eden also lies a clever deceiving serpent and that serpent is your spinal cord <laughs> and the serpent travels all the way up and connects to your reptilian brain this is your animal nature brain just runs straight off impulses sleep <laughs> eat reproduce, and cycle continues and if y'all are looking for the tree of life, y'all will find it right here inside your nervous system.
3: Oh, this is the man. tree that
4: brings life. Christ is also known as anointing on it, which means to be smeared with oil. Well, our body also secretes a sacred oil or oil. Oh once no, no, this oil is known as no, no. oil or the oil of what? Christ. This oil is known as
3: which lies. Inside of the spirit. Oh, does doesn't everybody like secrete oil? Yes. So is anybody a Christian?
0: That would That's the only logical conclusion you can yeah. come to. <laughs> um,
4: also, did y'all know that Santa Claus comes from a claustrum? Santa Claus, Santa <laughs> claustrum. Santa Claus comes down the chimney and right back up, just like this oil from the claustrum inside your body. When this oil of Christ is secreted from the claustrum, it then gets distributed between the pineal gland and the pituitary gland. And do y'all remember that land flowing with milk and honey? Well, once both of those glands receive the oil of Christ, your pituitary gland actually secretes a hormone called melatonin, which is golden and sticky. It looks just like honey. And your pituitary (laughs) gland actually releases something called prolactin, which lactate, lactose is milk. That's how you get to the land flow with milk and honey. (laughs) Now, once you got your milk and honey, it no. then goes down the spine until it reaches the solar plexus. Now, this is where they then produce the seed. <laughs> this is where you get your Christ seed from. The seed then travels up the spine all the way to the 33rd vertebrae. Once it reaches the 33rd vertebrae, it is then crucified. And Christ. What? what?
1: Oh, wow.
3: Yeah, no.
0: The,
6: yeah, this-
3: you're you're going to you're gonna have to demonstrate what that means. Um, <laughs> Like, what? Why? Why, why do you think the Bible is an allegory for the body? Why? Because there's, there's, you you could just interpret, you could just interpret it, you know, the way it is. You know, why do you think it's allegory for the body? Mm-hmm. Where
4: did
0: you get that? Uh. All right, we'll suffer through the last prayer. here.
4: Died at the age of 33, and is crucified where one nerve crosses another.
3: So um, I think most people would say he actually didn't die at the age of 33. He was crucified in 33 AD, but he wasn't actually born in in 0 AD. He was born a couple years earlier. Um, so that's not even that's not even correct,
4: <laughs> right? And his crucifixion is happening in Golgotha or the Skull, which is the oh location of the 33rd vertebrae. The oil. Dam-
0: this guy has no concept of the gospel. What? so ever i mean the, yeah i feel you you feel kind of sad for people like this it you know it, it's it's sad i mean he if he really believes this this is a, about as damning as you can get
3: yeah so how yeah so we're all sinners um before holy god how are yep. we saved like how are we You're saved? Right. is it is it because because of this knowledge of the human body is that is that how we reach our potential um right like, is it so basically if it's through this knowledge of the human body, um, who before the modern era was able to be saved? So when the gospel went forth where they all they they all lacked sufficient knowledge, like not even lack the knowledge, lack the ability to know.
0: Right. Until until modern science came along and documented the human body to a T. Oh. All right, this is almost done.
4: And stays buried inside the hypodermis gland for three days and then rises, rises on the third day just like Christ. And then it connects with the pineal gland, and then you reach that God consciousness. Oh. Like
0: oh. Nope. This nope. guy is this nope, guy that's, is not a Christian. Yeah, no. Nope, he's lost. Um, he needs I, Christ.
3: I don't have the requisite biology knowledge to know if he's wrong or not Um, on a lot of this. Some of it seems obvious that, like, like the crucifixion part, that's obviously wrong. Right. Um, But yeah, um, no. And uh, that's not the message of salvation. It's Uh, not knowledge of the human body.
0: (laughs) Okay, we have two more. All right. Push through
2: these. Sean's like, are we done?
3: (laughs) Done yet? (laughs) Yeah.
2: You have to see this photo I'm about to show you. This is a sign from God in the sky. The Bible says in the last days, he will pour out his spirit and grant wonders in the sky above. And the photo was taken. When did that that start?
0: Uh, is that is he quoting from Acts two?
3: Well, so Acts two is quoting from Joel, so he's probably correct. Quoting which from Joel was
0: which, being fulfilled at the time of Peter, not now.
3: But, yeah, okay. like Peter quotes it in reference to his days, so, right?
0: Um, which is which is where people were speaking in tongues. The Spirit came down and was essentially establishing the church, right? Establishing the church, and the gospel was going forth to every tribe, tongue, and nation, at least that was present there. People are speaking in their own language. Um, So, yeah, this is another gross uh, misinterpretation of Scripture.
2: Tent Jesus rallies right before the Holy Spirit broke out. God has realized we were worshiping Jesus. There was visible miracles and healing. So many backs being restored, lungs being healed. One girl had broken her ankle two years ago and could not walk or run without any pain. In front of everyone, Jesus heals her, takes away all the pain as she's sobbing. Then baptisms start happening. People just kept coming to get baptized. There was a eruption of joy and praise. Many were freed from mental torment. And dem- I
0: think the same emotion that this guy is using to describe this was probably what was flowing through all those teenagers' minds at that rally. <laughs> it's just an emotional. Maybe there was some gospel message preach, and some people were genuinely saved. But it sounds like it was pretty much an emotional. Experience.
3: Yeah, yeah. Without being there, you know,
0: but- right
2: compression. We had to end the event at 10, but people stayed way past midnight, being filled with the Holy Spirit, laughing uncontrollably. Oh. Yeah, were... it paused. All, yeah, well, no. That,
0: yeah. That that, that is that's the not sign of the Holy Spirit right there. Laughing with and the uncontrollably. Holy spirit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: The, the Spirit is the Spirit of self-control.
0: You're right. You know? yes. Specifically, we're told: where God we... is not a yeah. God of confusion. He's a God of order.
3: right? Yeah. Ever told yes. that. Like, to be filled with the Holy Spirit is to laugh uncontrollably. Like, yep. honestly, you see videos of people doing that, and it looks demonic.
0: Yeah. So, it almost looks like they're possessed. And, yeah.
2: Harm and self-hate. And this sign from God in the sky was just a confirmation of what he's doing. Check this out and give this a share. God is pouring out his spirit.
0: How do you know what that looks like? And, and, that? and in the scriptures, that was through tongues of fire, at least in that specific event. Uh, so what standard do you have to judge by what a sign of the Holy spirit would be in the physical world? Right. We just have what scripture is revealed. Um, and then, you know, through the spiritual realities that we see through transformed lives, that's the power of the spirit working, um, and his word going forth and saving people. But I mean, this is just baloney. I mean, you're, you're, you're using some kind of, natural storm or something to prove that this is the spirit working. How do you know that?
3: Well, uh, I'd like to point out cause he had that up for on the screen and I figured that was a video and he was going to play the sign, you know? Um, and for pe- the people listening, it's just, it's a cloud that sort of looks like it's funneling towards the like tent, tornado, maybe sort of. Um, but like, I didn't even realize that was supposed to be the sign, you know, <laughs> I-, I figured he would play the video of it doing something um if that's the sign it's very underwhelming.
0: You're right. Oh, I've seen tornadoes before. Okay.
3: Yeah. Like I mean, it's not weather you see every day, certainly, but it's sure, nothing.
0: But I wouldn't go, this is the yeah. spirit
3: working. Yeah, yeah also like w- would you associate dark In that, clouds wow. with God's outpouring spirit? Like biblically speaking, I wouldn't associate dark clouds with that.
0: Yeah, pillars of fire and dark clouds usually were <laughs> With God not exactly being happy with the Israelites or something closely associated with that?
3: Yeah, I don't, I don't know.
0: Oh, my. Oh. Yeah, that very Pentecost, well, very uh, continuationist minded there. Okay, one more, final one. Bear with us as we suffer. Here we go.
2: How many of you use the word amen at the end of your prayer? If you use the word, do you know what it is this
0: like Dora the Explorer where it's like they ask the question to the video and they expect the audience to answer? You know like- Yeah, that was a
3: very long pause. <laughs> All right. Before he gives his answer, I would just oh, like to let you know, um, it comes from uh a Hebrew word meaning like true or like yeah, correct. It's an affirmation like, of it's true. an affirmation. So let's yeah. let's see what um uh Here's he here. he says.
2: See I was sitting there praying last night and God spoke so loudly in my heart whenever I said "Amen." He said, "You use that word, but you don't know what it means. You've been saying it your whole life because it's what you were taught to say." So I did a little study on it, and it surprised me. The word "Amen" means "so be it." And see, all my life I've used that word like a submissive term, like I've been oh, saying. No. Oh no! Oh no!
0: Oh, so this is this is essentially the the word of faith. Uh, gospel right here i say i so be it so i'm gonna bring something into existence by using the word amen that's how i take this not i'm affirming what i'm saying is true i'm going to bring something into existence based on using the word amen is that how you take it sean
3: yeah i I suspect that's where he's gonna go
2: if it means so be it, whenever you end your prayer, you need to start saying amen with authority and speak whatever it is that you're praying for into oh, existence.
3: Man. No.
0: Lamborghini, no. amen. Big house, amen. So be it. Yeah. It's so, coming, Sean.
3: No, so niece, be it. 6,000
0: square foot house.
3: So be it uh, the Lord's will, so be it. Exactly. You know? That's
0: the and condition. That's, that's not, the Lord's will. You pray in the name of Jesus. You're yeah. praying according to his will. Then... Jesus will do it. Not yeah. uh, not any prayer requests of that exception or that has this foolish understanding of amen.
3: Yeah. Well, also that's not so. Be it might be a valid interpretation. I'd have to look it in, look at it. But um, uh, that's not the only valid interpretation. It, it, it's just an affirmation that something's true. You know. Yep. Um. So, like, yes, when you're when you say amen, like when Paul says amen. He means like, I'm declaring this to be, to be, no, that's, that's <laughs> not what's going on.
0: Oh man. Well, that is all we have for today. Um, hopefully you guys will want to come back next week and, and listen to us again after going through these <laughs> terrible TikToks. Um But you know, so sometimes it's nice to, um, to kind of lighten up the mood a little bit, but in all seriousness, you know, it, it is sad to see, um, you know these things being taught it should make us um to to have yeah. a sense of of sobriety um, yeah I think we can mock foolish teaching. I don't think there's anything wrong with mocking foolish teaching um that is against the scriptures, and we can show it to be foolish and wicked um but at the same time the the people who are teaching these things, some of them don't have the gospel they're not yeah they don't believe in christ they don't uh they don't embrace the true god they're they're chasing after these foolish wicked teachings. And yet they are missing the entire point, which is the simplicity of the gospel, that Christ died for sins. He was buried, rose again on the third day, and that those who believe in him and embrace that gospel will be saved. The gospel is the power of God to salvation. Paul says in Romans uh, 1, 16 and 17, um, it is the power of God to salvation. It's the method that God uses to bring his people to himself. Um, his elect to himself, that's the message he uses in the gospel is about Jesus Christ. Um, and if you miss that and you stay away from scripture, you stay away from a biblical church, you see these types of teachings grasping people's minds. They, they chase after anything, that, uh, these foolish fantasies that have nothing to do with scripture. Scripture isn't their authority um, in, a, in a proper way. Uh, they're not properly trained. They're clearly not being taught properly. Um, so it, it is sad and it, and it should cause some sort of um, sobriety in that it uh, causes us to realize that they don't have Christ. Um, so but, you know, it, it is interesting to to see and respond to these things. This is what we're dealing with. This is the church. You know, there's very few people who truly embrace the gospel and believe what the scriptures say. Uh, this is these are just pictures of what you see in broader uh evangelicalism that yeah, is just such a mishmash of, of doctrines that are straight away from their biblical uh their biblical roots. So anything to add Sean before we close out?
3: Um yeah just a just a, a minor comment I guess and thank you very much for the gospel presentation because yep. that is that is the most important thing. Absolutely. Um, yeah Obviously we run we run a uh what you call a, a video ministry, right? So I don't want to be hypocritical when I say this, but if all you do is get your theology from TikToks, um if that's if that's your church or these people mm-hmm. that are that are on here, right? If they're not in a local church, that's not how Jesus established things to go. Correct. He established the church yep. and he established the local church for the edifying of the brethren. Yes. Um, and that's and that's where you need to be getting your theology from random people on the internet who might not even be bound to the local church themselves is not correct. And that includes us. We are members of local church, but, um, we are not sufficient, um, for your spiritual edification. You need to be in a local church where people can hold you accountable and, um, and, uh, you can grow in the way that, um, Jesus set up. So, yeah. yeah, no,
0: that's a good point. Um, yeah, we see ourselves as a supplement to the local church. Um, But all Christian, all true believers need to uh, get their primary understanding of the scriptures from their, uh, their godly pastors and elders and teachers that have been set aside by God in their biblical local churches. That's where uh, this is to be. Um, TikTok and in social media in general is not really a good place to do theology anyways. Um, It can be helpful and there are times uh, to use it. but uh, especially when you get into some deeper conversations or having to deal with topics that are that require a lot more explanation. It's not a very good uh, platform. Those are not good platforms to do it um, yeah. necessarily. Um, so it's important. People need to do their own reading. They need to study these things for themselves. They need to get in a good biblical local church and put themselves under the authority of good biblical elders um, who will guide them and teach them and discipline them when needed um so yeah it it we have to be careful not to let um like an online presence kind of dictate what uh, we think about biblical things it's easy to do oh i'm just going to get my theology from tiktok i'm going to get these quick sound bites Mm -hmm. Uh, that's not how we do theology
3: yeah and uh it might not even be intentional intentional but we're biased to listen to things that we want to listen to right Right. um in the local church if you're if your pastor is is preaching through books of the Bible right you're gonna hit on everything even the stuff you don't necessarily want to hear Or didn't think you needed to hear but you didn't mm-hmm. need to hear you know um just the whole the whole system of like I'll just get my theology from the internet it's not sufficient it is not sufficient if it were yep. sufficient, Jesus would have designed it that way um but we see the local church and the emphasis on the local church and uh, that elders are supposed to be teaching and all that. So, um, yeah.
0: Yeah. Interesting times we live in, but praise be to God. We have his scriptures and we have uh, godly men who guide us and and help us to understand these things. Um, But with that, everyone, thanks for joining us. Hopefully that was edifying in in some way um, and can help to kind of point out some of the things that are happening in the evangelical world. um, And, and hopefully this discussion has been helpful. Um, But with that, we'll close out today and Lord willing, we'll be back uh, next week. Have a great weekend and a great Lord's Day tomorrow.
2: Lord bless.